The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. Hi there cat lovers, lovely to be back with you, my name is Margot and this is the Pussy Galore Show. So park yourself and your puss up somewhere comfy and join me for the next half an hour as we delve into the wonderful world of our furry feline friends. Valentine's Day came and went since my last show and it got me thinking about how nice it would be to do a show about love, and not just love, our love that we have for our cats and hopefully, although not always, the love our cats have for us. In fact, Mittens, my main coon, was born on Valentine's Day, so it's very fitting to do this show. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you. My puss isn't the cuddliest of furry felines. Sometimes I think I'm just being tolerated rather than loved. So Mittens and I, for the most part, have what I would term a mutual respect for each other. In fact, I liken it to a second or third marriage, of which I've had neither, by the way, so far. But think about it, the first marriage, or practice marriage, as I like to call it, yes, I've had one of those, kicks off with a whole bunch of crazy new hormonal love. Oh, those were the days. A lot of, um, hmm, lot like that feeling when you get a kitten. Then after a bit of time, things start to get real and it's not all roses chocolates and furry pussies is it and as we all know it takes work and sacrifice and the willingness to compromise to make a successful relationship and as we all know these can be very difficult skills to acquire let alone execute but far be it for me to play the marriage counsellor I'm the last person that should be offering relationship advice to anyone Sometimes, when I'm looking on my Cats of Nelson Facebook page, and yes, that was a plug, I see people with their puss all loved up, and I actually feel rather jealous. But when I walk across the deck to my front door at the end of a hard day's work, and my puss is standing there waiting for me, I get him a yell, and a tail wrapped around my legs very briefly, and I give her a pat before I serve her her tea and I feel very thankful and at peace. I know at that moment that we have chosen each other and while we may not be crazy for each other, we know there will never be anyone else. So I have a few beautiful cat quotes to share on this show and here's the first. I love my cats more than I love most people, probably more than is healthy. And that's from a woman, musician, called Amy Lee. She's an American singer, songwriter, harpist and pianist. She's also the co-founder, lead vocalist and soul constant, member of the rock band Effervescence. Speaking of musicians, let's talk famous cat celebrities and their pusses. Taylor Swift, aka Tay-Tay, has three of them. 
two Scottish folds named Meredith Grey and Olivia Benson and a ragdoll named Benjamin Button. It's funny how she has first and second names for them like the people. She has had Meredith since 2011 and Olivia since 2014, while Benjamin has been part of the Swift family since 2019. And just in case you assumed incorrectly, these cats are quite literally living a better quality life style than most humans on earth and they definitely know it. She seems to take them everywhere with her including on the road while she's playing live and out and about and even on lunch dates. How does she get them into the restaurant? I don't know. I guess it's because she's Tay-Tay and she's famous. Anyway, I've never been much of a Tay-Tay fan but due to her love of cats decided it would be nice to track down and play one of her songs and I found this one. It's a live version of The Man, which she performed acoustically in concert in Paris. She obviously has quite a cult following, as evidenced by the number of young female fans singing along to this tune. Got to be honest, I really like this one. It's nice to see someone of their age singing about something other than heartbreak or desperation. Take it away, Tay-Tay. I would be complex Cool. They say I played the field before I found someone to commit to And that would be okay for me to do Every conquest I had made would make me more of a boss to you I'd be a fearless leader, I'd be an alpha type When everyone believes you, what's that like? I'm so sick of running as fast as I can Wondering if I'd get there quick or if I was a man And I'm so sick of them coming at me again Cause if I was a man Then I'd be the man I'd be the man I'd be the man They say I hustled Put in the work they wouldn't shake their heads and question how much of this I deserve What I was wearing, if I was rude Could I be separated from my good ideas and power moves And they would toast to me, oh, let the players play I'd be just like Leo in Central Bay I'm so sick of running as fast as I can Wondering if I'd get there quicker if I was a man And I'm so sick of them coming at me again Cause if I was a man Then I'd be the man I'd be the man I'd be the man, yeah What's it like to brag about breaking in dollars And getting pictures and models And it's all good if you're bad it's okay if you're mad If I was out flashing the dollars I'd be a bitch, not a father They paint me out to be bad So it's okay that I'm mad
I'm so sick of running as fast as I can Wondering if I'd get there quicker if I was a man You know that I'm so sick of them coming at me again Cause if I was a man, then I'd be the man I'd be the man, yeah Yeah, I'd be the man, yeah Well, I'd be the man I'd be the man. So, I've been thinking about some of the ways you can demonstrate your love for your cat without heading into that fully crazy cat zone. Although, it is a fine line, so be careful. Here's a nice, easy and practical one. Get a personalised cat mug made with the pick of your puss on it. And you can take it to work, pull it out at morning tea, and show it off. People love it. You can also get a cat tattoo. It's a little bit more serious. I've actually met quite a few people who have these, and I'm not really sure that it's it's personally for me. Aside from uh, the show and a couple of t-shirts I wear that say I love my puss, I keep my love of cats very low-key. Apart from I do have a small sign on my front door that says... All visitors need to be approved by the cat. And believe me, there aren't many who have managed to be approved um, on an even vague level of approval and make it through the evening on the couch without being swiped or bitten. You could also start your own collection of feline-inspired trinkets and bits and pieces. It may take you a while to get up to the same level as Carmen Dell. Aldana from Guatemala. She currently holds the Guinness Book of World Records for having the most cat stuff. With a total of 21,321 different cat-related items as of the 14th of March 2011. So that was a while ago. I'm sure she's got a few more that she's snuck in there unless she's popped off somewhere. Um, She has been collecting these since 1954. Carmen started her collection after the purchase of three little ceramic kittens in 1954 when she was 13 years old. Only one of them currently exists. Uh, She now has a private cat museum, uh, which was originally the family home in Porto Bares in Isabel. Among her 23,007 of her cat collection, 21,321 are counted as no duplicates. Apparently that's very important when you're going for the record catlessness. Um, I found an extremely old yet very entertaining YouTube video of a walkthrough of the family home slash museum, which was quite funny. Uh, And I've put that on the Pussy Galore Facebook page for you guys to have a look at. Another quote, I love cats because I enjoy my home and little by little they become its visible soul. Whereas in Carmen's case, her house actually did end up being just about the puss literally. Next song found a rapper who loved his puss so much he decided to rap about it. Uh, Chub Rock or Richard Simpson is a New York based rapper who released several successful hip hop albums in the early 1990s. He was a National Merit Scholar uh, but he dropped out of college to pursue a musical career. 
1990 release entitled The One reached number 13 on Billboard's top hip-hop and R&B chart for that year. And this song was on that album. Rock will agree with this quote All you need is love and a cat it's by Unknown The top three people who loved their cats so much that they left their fortunes to them when they died Thought people out there might 
Enjoy this, it's quite interesting. We'll start with number three. When fashion icon Karl Lagerfeld died at age 85, his biggest concern was that his beloved cat Choupé would be cared for. A celebrity in her own right, she would continue to live the cushy lifestyle she grew accustomed to under his care. Choupé, a Burmese cat, inherited a chunk of the designer's estimated 300 million net worth after he wrote her into his will in 2015. Lagerfeld confirmed in an interview that she, amongst others, would be the heiress to his vast fortune. Don't worry, there's enough for everyone, he said. Uh, amongst Choupé's most admired traits, Lagerfeld said she doesn't talk. Before Lagerfeld's death, Choupé, who has nearly 250 followers on Instagram, already had an income appearing in advertisements for cars and beauty products. She had been named an ambassador for French car maker Opal and was the subject of two books and even had her own line of makeup for Shoe Umera. God almighty. She has her own little fortune. She's an heiress. If something happens to me, the person who will take care of it will not be in misery, Lagerfield said. She's a rich girl. Problem was, though Lagerfeld is German, the pair resided in France, where the law prohibits pets from inheriting their owner's wealth. German law, however, allows one's wealth to be transferred to an animal, so I'm sure that they managed to sort that out somehow. Anyway, you can follow Choupé on Instagram, it's quite interesting. In fact, uh, you can even follow the Pussy Galore Show on Instagram now too. And feel free to hashtag some pics of your puss, Hashtag PG Show NZ. Okay, Smokey, number two. Maria Astunta, the childless widow of an Italian real estate investor, Astunta rescued four-year-old stray Tomasio from the streets of Rome. When her health began to de- deteriorate, she sought an organisation that could see to Tomasio's care after she passed. When that proved to be fruitless, she simply transferred her 13,000 million total net worth to her long-term nurse upon her death in 2011. The long-term nurse had no idea that the woman she had cared for for those years was so wealthy. The nurse and the cat moved into an undisclosed area outside of Rome after Astunta's death to avoid potential scam artists. And number one... Blackie. Blackie is the world's wealthiest cat. Owner Ben Rea bequested $12.5 million to his domestic moggy upon his death. He was a fiercely reclusive British antique dealer uh, and he would have died in almost relative obscurity in 1998 had he not endowed almost his entire estate to his puss, who was the lone remaining feline from a group of 15 that he had previously had. Uh, He also gave some money to three cat charities. The millionaire antique stealer and recluse refused to recognise his family in his will. He also bequeathed small amounts of cash to his gardener, his mechanic and his plumber and left a house to his friend Ken Randolph. His sister Dorothy, who died only a few days before him, also left £2.8 million to animal charities. Now the lawyer for Carl Lagerfeld's estate said that Everyone that is a pet owner should make sure not to overlook their furry friends when they're making their estate plans. Not everyone does have millions to give to their pet, 
but it shines a light on making sure there's a qualified caretaker that you trust to ensure it has a good home to go to and also that you fund their needs. Mm, it's true. I wonder who's going to get mittens when I kick the bucket. Hmm. Do, 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 do. Cats in the news. When Chris Stewart's beloved cat bear was recently struck and killed by a car, she was heartbroken. A real loss for her. But in her grief, the pet owner also found determination. She quickly arranged to start making arrangements to have bear cloned. She described the five-and-a-half-year-old ragdoll cat as extraordinarily smart. I want to make sure that his genetic makeup continues to live and breathe. That is what I'm hoping for, to kind of make Bear live forever. She had to store Bear's body at the right temperature while she frantically looked for a veterinarian who knew how to perform a biopsy to collect his cells. Once that was done, she shipped them overnight to a pet cloning business in the United States. That was the tricky part, she said, making sure that the cells got there in perfect condition, and they did. Melaine Rodriguez, client service manager with Viagin Pets, said the company has cloned f- fewer than a thousand pets since it started in 2015. I think when people hear the word cloning, it can be scary. Uh, and because they don't know that much about it, or they think about what they see from the movies. A cloned pet is just essentially an identical twin that is born at a different time. We are making these embryos in a dish and then putting them into a womb, essentially with the surrogate, she explained. To clone a cat costs around US $35,000, while a cloned dog costs about $50,000. But to Stuart, having Bear back in her life is priceless. There's no cat like Bear. Honestly, I mean, I've had many cats, and quite honestly, I would never have thought of ever cloning any one of my other cats, dear as they were to me. This is a viable thing. It really can happen. If you've got access to some quick capital and you have a cherished pet, you can make this happen for yourself too. Hmm, would I clone mittens? No. Anyway, final song of the show from Pussycat. Pussycat was a Dutch country and pop group led by the three Coles Lack sisters, Tony, Betty and Marianne. Other members of the band were guitarists Lou, Theo, Theo and John. Their song Mississippi was a number one hit in most European countries, including the UK in 1975-76. Although New Zealand was the only country in the world where my Broken Souvenirs, the song I'm going to play now, went to number one. And I hope you enjoy this. Cherished 
us to the end of this week's show been an absolute pleasure as always the Pussy Galore show airs on Fresh Event every Sunday at 3pm. Come and join us and celebrate the wonderful world of our furry feline friends uh, have a wonderful week make sure you pat your puss maybe even take some time to do a little grooming and stay safe final quote all you need is love and a cat The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. 
To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.